Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. the country. Welcome to Datitude, episode number 16, for Friday, October the 29th, 2021. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at The Advocate, The Times-Picayune, and bet.nola.com. Well, welcome to a five-star Friday. Or maybe we should call it Fun Friday, because that's what today's show is all about. Halloween Friday. Ghosts and goblins are everywhere. Yes, indeed. We don't take our styles too seriously. Not here at Datitude. But we do try to provide you with some ways to win money. We have done a great job of that so far this season. Speaking of winning money... In just about 10 minutes, we will have Conductor Dave on choo-choo to talk about whether the Bears will wear their traditional Halloween uniforms and if Tampa Bay will don the creamsicles, baby. Bring out Vinny Testaverde. Oh, and we'll also make our picks. That's right. We were combined 9-3 and three against the spread last week. Then in the last part of the show, Uncle Big Nick will join us for our five-star picks. We were a combined 7-3 and three last week. So overall, Dave, Nick, and myself were an overall 16-6 and six against the spread in Week 7. That is killing it, boys and girls. And also, after the Uncle Big Nick segment, I will touch on a few games that I like that weren't mentioned in the NFL, as well as talk on my thoughts on the World Series, which shifts to Atlanta for Game 3 tonight. Luis Garcia goes for the Houston Astros, who are... An even money pick for tonight's game, while Ian Anderson will pitch for the Braves, who currently sit at about minus 110. Here's your reminder. You can reach me at jderry at theadvocate.com and on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. You can listen to this podcast and podcast, podcast, podcast in multiple places right now. You can listen on bet.nola.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get your podcast. Search for Datitude and make sure to subscribe. You'll find out every time there's a new episode. We come out with episodes typically on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, although we have done, um, we did a Tuesday one this week. It just kind of depends on when the Saints play. Um, and they are back to their traditional Sunday this week. Want to give a shout out to Caesar's Sportsbook, who is an exclusive partner with us at the Advocate Times and bet.nola.com. And uh, look, talked about it with Zach today. Um, excellent chance the sportsbook is going to open at Harris uh, early next week. 
the app. I've already signed up for the app. And if you go through us at bet.nola.com, there's a link on there that you can subscribe and get a free $100 bet when the app opens up, the Caesar Sportsbook app. Uh, so go on there and you can deposit money if you want, or you can wait till it starts, but you can get that free $100 bet. I went and signed up yesterday, and if I can do it, you can. That's the new motto for Caesar Sportsbook, I think. If Jim Derry can do it, by God, you can do it too. So go in there and get yourself to writing. Videos on bet.nola.com, as always. Odds and ends on Mondays with Zach, Devin Jackson, and myself. Uh, we go over the weekend that was. Fantasy Roundup on Tuesdays with Zach and Spencer, the guru, Urquhart. And at the book on Thursdays featuring Cashing In with Carville, Zach, Devin Jackson, and myself once again. And we talk about the week's best bets. I've been pretty good uh, on that show the last two weeks after just stinking up the joint the first few weeks. I was lulling them to sleep, man. That's all I got to say. Lulling them to sleep. Now I'm getting hot. I do want to talk about my rant, of the, my rant of the day. Before we get to that, did anyone see the game last night, the NFL game? I mean, it, it was the ending was insane, absolutely insane. For the second time this year, on a primetime game, I got bailed out. You know, you just have those seasons where you just everything that can go wrong goes wrong. This isn't one of them. I've been lucky a few times this year. I've been super lucky. A couple weeks ago, I had uh, Tennessee defeating Buffalo on Monday Night Football. I had the money line, and I had the spread. And I got bailed out when Josh Allen, Josh Allen slipped, um, or his foot came out from under him, or whatever you want to call it. And Tennessee was able to hold on and win the game. Then they went on to win against the Chiefs the next last week. But last night was pretty close to all of that because not only did I get the Green Bay money line, the Green Bay spread, and the under, but there's a chance that I lose the money line and the under. Well, I definitely lose the under if Arizona can just kick a field goal. I lose the under, and then who knows what happens in overtime. But the chances were that they're going to score a touchdown. Trying to finish off a 99-yard drive, where just before that, to show you how lucky I was with the under, Green Bay is on the one-yard line. Looks like Aaron Jones scores a touchdown. They review it and say, and somehow I have no idea. If you saw the game last night, you know what I'm talking about. Or even if you watched SportsCenter, I'm imagining. I didn't see SportsCenter, but... Can't imagine this play wasn't on there. Aaron Jones goes in. It's called a touchdown with about three-something left. And somehow they piece together all the different camera angles and say that he wasn't in. I have zero idea how they said he wasn't in. I have no clue how – I mean, I've seen some things not overturned that to me have seemed obvious – this was anything but obvious, and how they overturned this, I have no idea. Was it the right call in the grand scheme of things? Probably. But I don't know, how, how many times have you seen him overturn something where, yeah, he probably wasn't in? I don't know that I've seen one. So it was a scratch-your-head kind of moment. So, the, so we hold him to the under there. But then Arizona basically marches right down the field 
from the one-yard line. Oh, before, before that even. The next play, Aaron Jones doesn't get in again. The next play after that, they have a delay of game penalty because they didn't have any timeout. Green Bay had used all their timeouts because everybody under the sun was missing from this game for Green Bay. So none of them were on the same page. They had to use all their timeouts in the first half, too, because of people not knowing where to line up. It was crazy, which is why I say it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers sometimes, right? When his back's up against the wall, that's when he's at his best. And Green Bay's backs were certainly up against the wall. So I'm making this, this story long because I'm trying to show you the prove the point. So they get to delay a game penalty. They get back to the one-yard line. It's now fourth and goal at the one. And instead of trying to run it with Aaron Jones again, which is what they should have done, they try this funky pass. It gets batted down. So it's still 24-21. My, my under is still holding. Meanwhile, Zach Ewing, uh, my boss at bet.noah.com, sports betting director, is texting me because he's got the over in big bucks, and you know I don't want to let him know that I have the under. But I mean, I, I, you have to think at that point when they're at the when they're at the goal line, it's first and goal at the one. You have to think your chances of winning the under are somewhere around three percent. Not only do they have to get a stop, but then they have to stop Arizona from any score, really. Because they kick a field goal, it's going in overtime, it's going over. If they, you know, you need something weird to happen. Boy, did something weird happen. So Arizona gets the ball at the one. Uh, just absolutely tired Green Bay defense is, I mean, they can't stop anything. Drive right down the field. Get to about the... I think it was they were to the 12-yard line. First and goal. I don't remember what the first play was, but... Uh, oh, here's another thing. As I com- continue to make this, this talk about Green Bay, Arizona, even longer. The refs call a first down on a third down play. They get a, a yard or so. Kyler Murray gets a yard and goes down clearly a yard before the first down marker. And they just give them the first down. Don't measure. Don't stop the game to measure. Don't review it. This is when you wonder if something funky is going on, right? There's been a few moments this season where I've seen some things happen that that's a little funky, controlled by officials. And that was certainly a moment. Somebody's got to bring this up. It clearly was not. And it wasn't just because the yellow line was off. You go back and look at the play because I did. The yellow line was spot on. He was nearly a full yard behind that line. It would have been fourth down. They wouldn't have been able to spike it and would have had to use their last timeout. But instead, they don't. It comes in handy. They do use their last timeout. Kyler Murray, I believe, ran for a couple yards or whatever. Anyway, the final play of the game, or for all intents and purposes, the final game play of the game because there was a kneel down, so, can't have a field goal, can't have a touchdown, can't have anything. And the only way I can win all three is for something really stupid to happen and something really stupid to happen. And if you haven't seen this play, go find it. Kyler Murray, who all of a sudden was limping, A.J. Green goes out, is in the end zone, being covered, and the ball is picked off because A.J. Green doesn't turn around. 
I don't know if he thought he was run blocking or if he thought the pass was going the other way. But somehow, some way, Rasul Douglas, who is an ex-Cardinal, bats the ball to himself, basically, and picks it off. Ball game. I mean, it was, it was just, what an incredible way to, to cover. And I mean, I think I woke up the house when it happened because they had all gone to bed by then. But it, it, do yourself a favor. If you have not gone and seen the way this game ended, go f- catch the last four minutes of this football game. I mean, it, it, the odds of covering all three with about, oh, I'd say four minutes left. The odds of covering all three with four minutes left had to be in the range of 2 or 3%. Really. I mean, now you could say that Arizona goes down, kicks a field goal, and Green Bay wins in overtime. Your chances to win the money line better probably in the neighborhood of, I don't know. I mean, when, when Arizona gets it at their own one, you probably still, I mean, you had to know Green Bay was tired. They couldn't stop anybody. In the, they couldn't stop them at all in the second half. So the odds were probably about 40 50%. But when once Arizona crossed the 50 with as much time as they had, it was probably more like 30% to cover the money line. Arizona had all the momentum and just gave it away. If you're a Cardinals fan, even though you, I, I mean, you know you're not going to go 17-0. and 0, But to lose your unbeaten streak on that, it's just crazy. So anyway, we've been pretty lucky this year. We're going to have lots of betting talk uh, coming up in a little bit. But before... I get to that. I do want to get to my rant of the day. And this rant is probably shorter in time than the time I've spent on Arizona and Green Bay. But worth mentioning nonetheless. And if I can't rant to my friends, who the hell can I rant to? You know, first off, I won't let it No, I won't let it go. Earlier in the week, we talked about the quote-unquote bomb cyclone that hit the West Coast last week. How the media loves talking about doomsday scenarios it was just going to destroy the games San Francisco played out in this wet weather even the Rams a little bit and then of course Seattle and the Saints you know what I said it was it proved it proved its case yesterday said it was like 30 other days in New Orleans wasn't yesterday proof of that I mean, come on. I was, I was outside. I thought a tornado was hitting the place. And actually, tornadoes did hit a couple spots around Louisiana and in Picayune, Mississippi. Prayers go out to them. But, uh, you know, we, we don't exaggerate weather here in South Louisiana. It is what it is. I mean, we got still, we've still got people living in tents. I mean, I've talked to my friends from Laplace. They are still... They're having a rough time. My wife's company, they're based out of Homa. Their roof blew off of their warehouse. They lost power again yesterday. They're having a tough time getting back together. So the old bomb cyclone, I want to hear about it. Until you live in our area of the country and you know what it's like to live through what's really bad weather, then I don't want to hear it. Of course, the, you know, the media which I'm a part of, so I don't want to be hypocritical, but uh, they do go a little too far sometimes. Uh, moving on, did you see the news that Facebook is changing their name to Meta? This was my favorite news of the week, Meta. At first I thought it was Meta, 
So, but I, I find out later on it's meta. Proof that Mark Zuckerberg is either losing his mind or is he, or he is scared as hell that his multi-billion dollar empire is in deep doo-doo. They're even changing their stock symbol, I read this, to MVRS on December the 1st. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad I never bought stock in Facebook. Because Lord knows, I bought some bad stocks over the years. And that includes stocks in some teams that I bet on. What the hell is a metaverse? You know, I say that, you know, I, I'm, I'm an old dude now. Of course, I was one of those who didn't even, I didn't even sign up for Facebook until like 90% of the people had already joined. You know, like, are you on Facebook? I'm going to send you a picture. No, I'm not on Facebook. I never had a MySpace page. I mean, everybody had a MySpace page. I never had one at all. And until employer, my employer forced me to do Twitter, I didn't understand it either. Of course, now I recognize the strength of social media, and I finally succumbed, and thank God I did. I mean, it, is, it really is important. So that's why... You know, is Facebook kind of like slowly... Look, no one... No, I can't say no one. But, but few people really under the age of 25 or 30, I'm learning, uses Facebook anymore. They're using Instagram and whatever. Um, TikTok and... Um, do they still use... What's the other one? The one that... You know, Snapchat. That's, that's it. They still using that? I don't even know. Um... Luckily, I haven't delved too far into all that, but I know social media is important. And I guess there's a reason why Zuckerberg, no matter how much this meta thing succeeds or fails, will, he'll, he'll always continue to have more money than you, I, or all our datitude listeners combined will ever have. But meta? Really? I mean, I can't see asking my wife, hey, did you see what Judy put on meta today? Or uh, make sure you find all my stories and links to the Datitude podcast on Meta. Ugh. Again, I'm an old fart. Yeah, I know. I know. I get this. I certainly wish I would have come around to crypto a little sooner than earlier this year. But hey, better late than never. You know, maybe I should stop putting money down on sports and plop it all down on Ethereum. That is certainly making me more money than my money line bets and my futures and all those other picks. But, uh, but that's because it's hard to match what Ethereum's doing right now. So, And if, for those of you not, in, not involved in the crypto world, if an old dude like me can say, hey, maybe there really is something to this, check it out because it's rolling right now. Sure, it could crash any day, and I love the old pump and dump. We just fake you out because... They figure old farts like me will take my money out, and then the people who really make money will just ride it up. But no, I'm letting it sit in there. I'm not, I'm not trying to do stuff every day. I'm just letting it sit in there, and so far it's been pretty good. So anyway, but enough of all that. I know you guys want to hear about the picks. Back to sports. And Conductor Dave, old choo-choo, D-squared, Dave DeCorbier. You know, I make fun of the dude. But he has been on fire. I mean, seriously. Last week, and, and I'm about to say this when we uh, come out with our pick here, but I was just thinking about the picks I made last week. I knew I had a good week, so I'm like, i got to be beating him, right? I go, look, I figure out, no, he beat me again. The dude is on fire. If you have plopped down money on every single pick that Conductor Dave has made on this show, 
You certainly have more money than you had five weeks ago. That's all I'm going to say. So let's get to them. Let's not wait any longer. Let's bring in the choo-choo train. You got to admit, that's way better than Derry Debbie Downer. No, nothing beats Here Comes Derry Downer. Yeah, cha cha cha. I got to <laughs> find that somewhere. Somewhere deep down in the bowels of archives, that, that still exists. And um, we are just thrilled, as we are every Friday, to bring on D Squared, Conductor Dave, the Choo Choo Train himself. Here on the Datitude Podcast. Toot, toot. Yeah, buddy. My boy Taser, he's coming back, man. He's coming back. Come on, ride it. Toot, toot, ride it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I missed it. I missed him so bad, dude. I missed him so bad in this game. I missed him so bad. And, and so did the commentators. But I, I, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. But I, I want you to know, if you go check out my Facebook page, I got a whole bunch of live videos of me and my son out there in Orlando for uh, Halloween Horror Nights, and I was rocking the Taysom Hill jersey. And, and the best, I got my Taysom Hill jersey on when I run and 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 kneel to the power that is Megatron, the lead Decepticon. I run out there with my Taysom Hill jersey. I'm like, all hail, mighty Megatron. Calvin Johnson? Yes. No, not that guy. That, that, the cartoon, the Transformers. Yeah, you're no, just messing only, with me. Stop it. The only Megatron face. I know is Calvin Johnson, and he's retired <laughs> Uh, Boy, they could, right. they, they, the Lions sure could use him. <laughs> no doubt. They could use something. They might be able to use you at this point. Um, Probably. Let's that's get in the that's saying something. You know, without looking last week, I'm like, I had a really good week. All right, I'm back on the winning train. I've got to at least have tied Conductor Dave. And then I went and put the picks in and looked at him. Like, I was four and two. Woohoo! We're five and one. I mean, yeah. it's getting absurd, dude. I mean, Boo. you like freaking color jerseys. Is the color of jerseys is how you pick it. And you're going like you're 19 and 11 against the spread for the season. This, this <laughs> some, something's wrong with the betting world. I mean, it, it's just uh, insane. Look, because I don't overthink it. I mean, a lot of betters put way too much thought into it. Go with your gut and. And don't don't dig in this stuff so much. I mean, it's it's just money. You you put it on the line, and then if you lose it, okay. If you win it, even better. Maybe so you should good. start. Just a, don't overthink it. Maybe you should start a one nine hundred number. You ever thought about doing that? I, like, like what was uh Chloe? Chloe uh, Aunt, Aunt Chloe? Maybe, what was her name? No, it was uh, Miss Chloe. No, Miss. Uh, Miss Chloe. No, no it wasn't it's Chloe. Some, yeah, I, it starts with a yeah, C. Yeah, something like that. Cleo. 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 Miss Cleo. Cleo. Yep. I mean, but people don't know what the hell we're talking about, so. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, they, they, some of them might even not know who the Houston Oilers are, but we'll get to that Houston later. Houston Oilers, Houston. Yeah, we certainly will. Let's get into the picks. People don't want to hear us BS about stuff. Um, again, you went five and eleven one. against the spread. Boom. Five and one last week. The only loss you had, the New Orleans Saints, who really, in all honesty. If Kevin White doesn't drop a pass and Stills doesn't drop a pass and 
Traquan doesn't run the wrong route, you probably cover. You probably go six and out. Yeah, yeah. I, but you know what? I don't care. I wasn't worried about it. That was such a boring ass game. Oh my god, that game was so painfully boring. But yeah, if you if you like a defensive struggle, yeah, I, I am the opposite. I like an offensive. I like I like the the greatest show on turf. I like Drew Brees in the heyday, airing it out for seventy five yards. It's, but it wasn't just that though. It was it was I guess what I saw in between in the trenches. I, I really liked what I saw from. Jameis and people, I mean, the Jameis haters, you can't change them. If they hate Jameis, they just hate them. They're, they're not going to change them. <laughs> they're idiots. Um, they can't. I mean, look, I was certainly not on the Jameis train to start the season. Um, I don't think he, I didn't think he was a good fit for this team, but he has not turned the ball over and he's progressed every single week. And if you're denying it now, then you just hate him. You're just a hater. So, I mean, he's gotten much better along the way. And I know you think that Taysom still, should still be the quarterback, but it's no, not but because, get, but it's not because you're a hater. Think, right. right. No, I I, I think Jameis is, is, is the perfect fit right now. I mean, you know, I, look, I, I'm a Saints fan at the end of the day. So, I mean, I don't care. Whoever gives us the best chance to win. And currently, you know, it, it, it's Jameis Winston. So, I'm, look, I'm, I'm I'm happy that he's, you know, getting uh, more trust from Coach Payton. You know, we're seeing a little bit more. I like those little QB sneaks. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, one thing I was missing was Drew Brees, the little hop, the little, you know, the Drew Brees the hop. Jump with over the, the line. Yeah, yeah, but, but Jameis likes to get in there, so I can respect that, man. I can respect that. All right, we'll get into the Saints in a minute when we make our Saints pick. But we got the five. We'll get you 496 segment uh, coming up here. <laughs> And uh, we're going to start off with two of your favorite teams playing each other. The Atlanta Falcons are hosting the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold, you want to talk, your favorite uh, term oh. is, one of your favorite terms is uh, hot bag of garbage or whatever it is, hot, whatever. <laughs> it's hot garbage. Hot Sam garbage. Sam Darnold is, I mean, he's not, he's like cold, stinky, wet, limpy garbage. <sighs> And, and um, then he gets benched. And then he gets benched. That's just gets, embarrassing. Yeah, man. I mean, look, my boy genius son, uh, he loves he loved him some Sam Darnold. I finally uh, he's been talking smack. He said the only reason why Sam Darnold has been terrible is because he played for the Jets and Adam Gaze is terrible and blah 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 blah. So going off the first three weeks, I got a barrage of texts every Sunday afternoon about how great Sam Darnold was. You know what I got this week? Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I finally asked him. I said, Are you uh, "That finally, is awesome." Finally, he's twenty-three. You finally ready to admit you're wrong? Almost. Yeah, I bet. Ooh, uh, wow! A, a slight. That's how change. bad it was. That's impressive. Yeah. For, for him to, uh, that, to, to almost be ready to admit that he's wrong at twenty-three and he knows everything, says all I need to know. But uh, Atlanta is given three to the Panthers. What say you? Oh, man, I hate you. Why, why, why do you got to put this on? I put the this one today. Pur I purposely put this one on just for you. Oh my God! All right, so Sam Darnold, hot garbage. Maddie Ice, I, you know, he's just Maddie Noodle Arm to me. You know, he's but he's got had an INT. He had a fumble. Uh, I mean, he he just looks awful. I, I just never understand how he gets so much, you know, good press. I mean, man, I, I don't know. Does his uncle own a paper? I don't know. But look. This game is just a battle of turds, man. Uh, it's just which which battle point, which, of turds. 
whichever turd has the most peanuts wins at the end of the game. And 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 this one, I mean, Sam Darnold. Oh my God! I mean. I can't pick Atlanta. I mean, why would you do this to me, dude? The um, torture of your ass. It really is. This is just awful. I mean, I in, in all honesty, I, I just want to pick Carolina because that's how much I despise Atlanta. But, I mean, currently, since I'm kicking your ass in, in the ratings right now, I have to go with Atlanta because they are the least sucky team uh, that's going to be on the field on Sunday. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm as painful as it is. I'm picking Atlanta because they're the least sucky. That's the best. I, that's the best I can give them. I want it noted, boys and girls. Conductor Dave has taken the Atlanta Falcons. This will go into lore. And this into is a the setup and a trap, and you know it. This is a trap the game. Books for a long time to come. Jackass. Conductor Dave will be you. pulling for the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget when somebody was like, so if Atlanta wins and the Saints, you know, Atlanta needs to win for the Saints to make the playoffs. I'm like, I'd rather sit at the bar and watch other teams play than be thankful to the Atlanta Falcons that we get into the playoffs. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want the Saints to go to the playoffs if it involves an Atlanta win. So you suck, dude. Yeah, but I'm picking suck-ass Atlanta. Ugh. So, yeah, I don't care whether I hate her team or not like a team. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. This one, of course, it's not going to happen because it seems way too easy. Carolina is still without McCaffrey. Um, Sam Donald's mm-hmm. going to be back in there and start. Um, I don't see – I mean, I, look, I'll be proven wrong because whenever you can't see something, it happens. But I don't see how Atlanta doesn't win this game by like double digits. I mean, Carolina's got because a they big suck. I mean, I know, but I mean, Carolina find a way to lose. You got to think their heads just in the tank. I mean, this is and look, I love Matt Rule. I think he's a great coach, but uh, their defense has not played well as of late. They couldn't stop the Giants, and the Falcons are certainly no, a better right? offensive team than than. Than them, even though they don't have a great running. <laughs> and that, I, that Atlanta had to get down to the last play of the game, in essence, to uh, beat the Miami Dolphins. I mean, God, that's just awful. Yeah, that, they that, sucked on ice. Then they were kneeling on it so they wouldn't cover, and they they screwed me last week. That's okay. Um, <laughs> well, that that, that's that was a that that's was a Atlanta two game stretch. They see it would be. It would have been five and one for me and four and two for you, but instead, because they kneel on it and don't go for the touchdown, <laughs> that friggin' half a point screwed me. Anyway, I take Atlanta minus three, which means Carolina is sure to win. Uh, next right. up, we got the San Francisco 49ers traveling to play the Chicago Bears in another game full of stinky mess. Man, dude, you you picked like the worst five games <laughs> that are, are that are happening this weekend. I mean, uh, God, it's just it is just oh, like wait, a it of crappiness. I know. Uh, the good I, news I is I didn't make these... you pick Dallas or Minnesota this week. I should have. That, that is one true. There. Thank you very much. I should have put that. I do appreciate that. All right, San Francisco minus four at Chicago. Uh, Jimmy G versus Justin Fields. Um, wow, uh, man, Chicago's just awful. Uh, San Francisco. Uh, man, uh, this is a tough one. I mean, Chicago, I, I don't see Chicago really bouncing back. I mean, uh, and Jimmy G, I mean, you know, he's serviceable, but I, I'm, I, God, this sucks. This is so hard. 
Uh, I'm taking San Francisco. Oh, my God. San Francisco minus four. Oh, they beat them by a touchdown. Yeah, all right. All right. I'm feeling better. Okay. San Francisco could be Chicago by a touchdown. So, yeah, I'm taking San Francisco. I feel better. Once, I once again, I'm, I'm going to – I bow down. I give you your cred where cred is due. And Chicago's going to be home on Halloween. You know they're going to wear those orange Halloween uniforms. Right. Oh God! You so, uh, saw that again, and I missed it. Yeah, you missed it. I'll let you go right through it. Shucks. Um, and uh, you know, I'm gonna pick the Bears here, plus four. And, oh. and 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 I joke about the Halloween uniforms, but I'm I'm sure they'll wear them. Um, yeah. The, the oh, only thing is, uh, orangey and stuff. Oh. I will say this. Look, in all seriousness, I don't want people to think we're just picking as a goof um, all the time, but we do sometimes. <laughs> but in this case. Um, look, I said last week, Chicago was not going to be able to run the ball against Tampa Bay. What do they do best? They run the football. Um, yeah. However, San Francisco is 20th in the league against the run. I think the Bears will be able to run the football. And I don't like what I saw from San Francisco. I don't care if it's a must win. This line is super inflated. There is absolutely no reason why the Niners should be a four-point favorite. In fact, I don't think they should be favorite at all. At, at worst, it should, it should be a pick game. You're getting major yeah. value picking the Bears here. I'm going to take... Chicago plus the four, and honestly, I think they win it straight up. Uh, neither one of these teams is very good. Uh, Chicago, though, if they win, they'll have a winning record. San Francisco's not going anywhere. Jimmy G is way overrated, and so is their yeah. defense. Oh, yeah. Man, you just you just convinced me, too. All right, I'm sticking with my pick simply because I'm not going to be influenced by your sound logic and football acumen. But that was a solid, solid point. Uh, if I hadn't already made my decision, I would I, I would jump on your side. But no, I'm going to stick with San Francisco. But no, that's a that's a solid, good point about Chicago. You're rarely uh, you're rarely influenced by logic. No, very rarely. I, logic is for losers. Hence why I have you on this show. Next up, um, the Indianapolis suddenly hot Indianapolis Colts are playing the incredibly hot in what a two-game stretch for those Oilers. Um, You know, Indy is given a point to the Houston Oilers. Oh, I'm sorry, Tennessee Titans, uh, Tennessee Oilers, whatever (laughs) you want to call them. But uh, the Colts minus one over Tennessee would say you. So if we go in the way back machine, this would basically be uh, the, the Houston Oilers versus the Baltimore Colts. That's 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 what we're looking at right here. And Pastorini um, against Burt Jones. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Tannehill. I mean, what's up with Tannehill? I mean, like he has been, you know, a, a, a good quarterback. Uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, he's just never been a good quarterback. He's never been healthy. Uh, uh, this is this is. This isn't really tough, but I, I feel like I've been picking Tennessee too much. You know, if that makes sense, I feel like they're due for a loss. Is it to Indy, though? And, and I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm going to I'm going to stay with the winning ways with, with Tennessee. I, I think Tennessee can 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 slap a, a Carson Wentz around. And, and that's where I'm going with that. I mean, dude, Derrick Henry, 10 touchdowns a season already. I mean. Holy guacamole! Talk about a choo-choo train, man. He's, Good to have on your fantasy football team. Which oh my I, God, I know. I wish I had him. I, I don't. My running back core sucks, dude. Oh, they're awful. I had um, a friend. I, I had a. I had a friend of mine who uh, texted me right before his draft, and he said, "Should I take? I had the first pick. I hate the first pick. Should I take McCaffrey or Cook?" And I said, "Neither." And he said, "Huh?" What? Because they were the consensus number one picks before the before the season. I said, 
If I have the number one pick, I'm taking Derrick Henry because knock on wood and I'll screw him up. He doesn't get hurt, and you know what he's going to give you every single week, Derrick Henry, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I took McCaffrey, and, uh, I mean, he was lighting it up for me, but now, you know, I had to put him on IR. So he hurt uh, he's, a, he's a dog. Yeah, Look, but when it comes to this game. Fight. Yeah, keep, say that again. What is he? He's a mutt. Oh, man, I hate your face. He is a point-generating machine for fantasy football. I mean, like, he ranks up there with quarterbacks. With yeah, when he plays his six games a year. Shut up. He's awesome in those six games. You'll win at least six games a year, but the other yeah, ones. Derrick Henry has always played with, with, with a crappy Tennessee team, though. I mean, Derrick Henry. Who cares? He's scores every I, week. But not, yeah, but I mean, he's it's not consistent, though. Yeah, he might be healthy. Are you kidding? But he's not always lighting up the board, though. Are you kidding me? Uh, no. No, I'm not kidding you. You really He'll need go to go back to a stretch where he does nothing. Oh, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, man. Whatever, Whatever is right. Look, Andy, look, I'm going to say this. I don't agree with your assessment on Carson Wentz. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but he's played pretty well. Um, he doesn't have the greatest receivers on the planet. T.Y. Hilton, you want to talk about somebody that's always hurt? He doesn't never yeah, have him. But yeah. He, right. He, so he never has him, and he still finds Mo Alley Cox and guys like that. And Jonathan Taylor is a great running back. Uh, look, you 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 were about to hit the nail on the head when you say it, Tennessee was due to lose. Um, you play two games like that against two teams. This is one of those teams. Tennessee here's here's why they scare me. Trap I, game? Are you I saying it's a trap well, game? I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the season. I'm sort of rethinking it as much because they can go and beat the Bills and the Chiefs, but they lost to the Jets this year. And they, they, they who, who the hell knows what you're going to get with the team? I do know this. I said before the season that the Colts, I like to under on their nine wins because they have a brutal schedule. But they're back at home now after a four out of five stretch. And actually, they survived it pretty well. And I like where the Colts are right now. I'm actually kind of rethinking the nine win thing. I think they might get the nine wins. I like Indy here at home against the Tennessee team that's probably a little overconfident. Indy leads the league in takeaways. Ryan Tannehill is going to throw. the, uh, the My bet of the week is Ryan Tannehill plot over a half of interception, which means he only needs to throw one pick this week. I think he throws at least two. Derrick Henry does his thing, but I think Tannehill gets picked off twice, and I think the Colts win this game by about four to seven points. Wow. There you have it. The, the Bible. Man, you and your stupid logic making sense to me again, dude. Well, God you know what? It. We I couldn't we can't go too long. We've got to go to game number four and the five okay. will get you six hundred and twenty-seven <clears throat> segment here. But uh we're moving on and in our theme of really crappy games for the week. We had two oh. out of three crappy games. We're gonna move on. The Detroit Lions, who put up a fight last week. Are hosting a team that didn't put up a fight last week in the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Detroit is 0-7. Um, I think they've lost something like 49 games in a row now, dating back to 1976. Uh, they are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles and getting three and a half. So the, the Philadelphia Wallflowers, is that what they are? The Wallflowers or the Gardeners or something? Because they're all little flowers. Just wallflowers, they got one grow. headlight. 
Oh my God! What the, the, the Philadelphia's coach saying? How you you know they're all flowers? That was my message to the team. You know the root system. It's laying. It's they're roots ready to underneath. Bloom. You don't see it. Yeah, they're ready to bloom. <laughs> like the coach. It was like he walked out there and they're like, Hey, coach, uh, we need you to do a three three minute presentation on on osmosis and flowers. And he's just like, uh, Football players are like flowers. <laughs> Let me they're ask you this pretty question. And they smell good. After they get out the shower. Here's the question. Yay, you, go Eagles. <laughs> you want to call your team a bunch of flowers. What, we're almost to winter. What flowers bloom in the winter? None. None. <laughs> so, in other words, your, your team's going to die. It gets cold in the Philly. Burning analogy fails. <laughs> flowers don't live in the cold weather. So your team is about to go into the uh, tank, buddy. So, you might as well. So we're all trees. We're all coniferous ferns. <laughs> Get your garden shovels out and bury this team. All right, you oh, my it. God. All right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Detroit, uh, I, I have nothing to base this on. Uh, but I mean, I you guess never really, do. you know, minus three and a half. No, I don't. Uh, golf is garbage. The coaches hate all their players on both the teams. Uh, I mean, this is just uh, a, uh, it's just another the, the Titans of turd battles. I mean, oh my God, I'm just but, taking Detroit just because I think they've got to win. They're going in a bye, so I think their their heads are like Jesus, dear sweet baby Jesus. We need a win before we go home to face our families for a week because all their, their all their children are gonna be like, Daddy, why do you suck so bad at the NFL game? So they need a win. So I'm taking Detroit just because these men need to look their children in the faces when they're on their bye week. There I we got go. a reason for you. No, here's your, here's better logic. I got a better reason for you to pick Detroit here. Okay, well, I, what, what? I think. Back when Dan Campbell was coaching the Saints, I think him and Taysom had a beer once. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there we Maybe go. Twice. That's all I needed to know. And Detroit. I, they yes. might have even had a hot dog. Wow. So there you go. Detroit. We're on the same side on this one. I like the Lions. In fact, I think the Lions get win number one in this season. If anyone, if any one of you three or four people that read my NFL picks column this week uh, made it all the way to the Detroit game. I think Detroit wins straight up. Uh, like the Lions, uh, the Eagles are a mess. I mean, I don't care if yeah. you want to call them flowers, call them cabbages, call them, I don't know, dandelions, whatever you want to call them, they stink. Um, and they're not playing very well. <laughs> Ragweed. <laughs> Ragweed. Jalen Hurts is running for his life. Uh, Miles Sanders, I think, is out this week. Or if he's not out, he's something's wrong with him. Yeah, they're, 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 they're dinged up bad. They're, they're a mess. And you know what? The Lions keep playing with fight. And I know they've been this every other week team. One week they play okay. The next week they stink. And they played okay last week. So they're due to stink. But I really have a feeling. And, you know, we don't bet on feelings. The hell we don't. Right. I do. I do. You do. And sometimes I do. And this is one of those cases. I like the Lions, especially if you're giving me that hook, three and a half. And I really like the Lions money line even better. Probably get him. I'll, I'll say this before we jump to the next game, though. With, with, with Jared Goff, I, I think this dude needs the win, and I think we're going to see a great game out of him. You know, the whole Rams thing was like, yeah, I'm going to fight my old team. Well, you still suck. But I, I think at this point, Goff knows that if he doesn't win, coming back after the bye, his ass is going to be a bench warmer. So I, I, I think Goff has a that. lot. I, I do. The coach hates him. The coach hates him. And, and wow. most of Detroit hates him. Even L.A. hates him. Poor guy. I, 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 I don't know, think L.A. hates him anymore. 
Well, they don't care. They're, what, all five L.A. Rams fans, all five of them? I'd say four out of the three are like, wait, he, he was our quarterback? So there we go. But I think Goff needs this win. Otherwise, he's getting benched, and I'm serious. Okay, well, you may be right. right. And, uh, you know, Goff, it's almost, you almost got, uh, you changed one of those Fs to L, L and you got Goff. Uh, and that's what he's going to be doing real soon because he's probably not going to be playing football much longer. He stinks. Um, right. Moving on. We have a big Monday night matchup against uh, the underwhelming Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the banged up, just completely beat up Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. The Kansas City Chiefs are back at home where they've had a few must wins this year. And you got to think this is one of them laying nine and a half to the New York Giants. Oh, see, I didn't even write down the spread. So, so the Giants are getting nine. That's nine and a half. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's that's hard. Okay. So let me let me lay out the logic on this one. I'm, I can't wait for the game because the color scheme will be beautiful. That 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 royal blue versus that bright red. It'll be beautiful. But it like on a Cubs game. <laughs> so on a serious note, though, uh, uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, look, we've been seeing him do some of these uh, the, like like play action, but also designed runs where where they have you know uh, the whole line moving left and he runs right. I mean, we've seen uh, a little increase in the foot movement and mobility and first down uh, ability uh, for for Daniel Jones. Uh, we've already known what 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 Pat Mahomes can do, but I think and this is I gotta say every week I keep the KC garbage defense on my fantasy team because of garbage uh, points uh, from, from the end of the game. Now, this one, though, Giants getting nine. I got to pick the Giants because Casey just hasn't looked as pretty, and I don't think Casey's defense is going to be able to handle this new weird uh, offense that the Giants have pulled out in the past two weeks running Daniel Jones. So uh, I'm picking the Giants uh, for, for all the reasons plus the – Nine and a half. I mean, who passes that up? A, a Jim Derry type? Who? The word is that the uh, that Andy Reid is replacing his defense with the Sunshine Band. So they'll Ooh, be uh, KC and the Sunshine Band. Yeah, be, is that the halftime performance? The, no, the entire I, team doesn't take a break in the locker room. They stay on the field and, and tap start dancing, something like that. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're going back to ragtime days. Yeah, you're right. Jim Derry is the one who takes uh, Kansas City here, laying nine and a half. Um, it's do or die time for these Chiefs, you know. And a lot of times in do or die weeks, I don't necessarily, that, that doesn't move me. But with a team like Kansas City, I just, I can't believe they're this bad. I just can't. I mean, as bad as they look, they look, they don't pass the eye test. Mahomes gotten his bell rung last week and miraculously went into concussion protocol for like 32 seconds and he, right. oh he's okay he's Mahomes. tv ratings will go into the tank if he doesn't play <laughs> um so put him back in we don't care if he doesn't remember his name next year put him back in um look i wonder if he'll start talking normal now if he, if he gets get, gets a, another concussion no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep on playing. So we're gonna play hard. I'm gonna throw it to Kelsey, and uh, we're gonna, gonna we'll get out of Brazil. Yeah, back on the field. We're gonna start winning. Um, no, I, I think Mahomes gonna have a great game. In fact, I think Kansas City steamrolls the Giants this week. It's a bad. The, the Giants mm-hmm. played great last week. Okay, they did for they did. them, but they played a really bad Panthers team. Um, they were at home. They, you know, everybody talked bad about them all week. 
This week, everybody's talking bad about the Chiefs. So, give me KC. I think they bounce back. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think that makes them world beaters again. But I think they right. get back on the winning train, and I think they win this one by like three touchdowns. So, anyway. Ooh, bold predictions. Heard it here first. Moving on, our last pick of the day. We save it for last. I've already marked it in the book, so one of these days you're going to trip me up and say I'm changing my mind. Um, but uh, I doubt it seriously. Lanyard pick of the day, the New Orleans football saints are back at home in the Dome on a Halloween afternoon where people will yes. be dressed up like idiots, drinking lots of things that you and I would only, <laughs> could only hope to drink and as they host Tampa Brady and the Buccaneers. Five and a half is the spread. The Saints, the Saints are getting five and a half. Ooh, nice. I like that. I like that. Well, just to flip the script, I am picking the New Orleans Saints. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Look, um, here's the deal. And and I am nervous about this game. I'm, I'm picking the Saints. Uh, Tampa Bay, their secondary's beat up. But our receiving course sucks ass. Have you? I mean, we started the whole segment with how everybody's it. dropping balls. I mean, good God. Uh, when the hell is Mike Thomas coming back, sweet baby? I mean, you don't have trouble holding balls. <laughs> Jim Derry's got jokes, y'all. <laughs> Bastard. All right. <laughs> God, I hate you. Um, so, if they can catch the uh, balls and hold on to the balls. <laughs> I mean, it's really not that hard. Hold on to your balls. I, it, it, you'd think. It, it's rocket surgery at this point. But, uh, no, look, uh, Traquan Smith, I mean, like, stops in the middle of the field. Like, he looked like my, my son's flag football team when they yell hike and, and the receiver just starts to kind of slowly stroll forward and look around. Doesn't even make eye contact with the quarterback. Just like, hey, wow, look at this place. They haven't <laughs> been out here in a while. Pretty cool. Oh, my God. But now here's the exciting part, Jim Derry. I lost my week yesterday. It only took us 30 minutes to get to the exciting part. Ingram is coming back, man. You've got Kamara and Ingram together again. Gee, it's good to be together again. The Muppets are back, baby. We got Kamara and Ingram. Oh, I'm so excited. A little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. Shaba, shaba. It's going to be awesome. And I'm excited. So if the receivers can't catch a damn ball, we'll just cram it down their throat because now we got Ingram back. And man, look, he, he has not had a very stellar career ever since we shipped him off to Baltimore. But you know what? He was damn good here. He's going to be damn good again. And I am stoked for this game. And we're going to kick the loving crap out of Tampa Bay and his stupid Buccaneers. And if they wear orange creamsicle, we're, we're going to lose. So just I'm just putting that out there. Hi, ho. Alvin the Frog here. <laughs> I mean, that's where we are now. It's going to be, which are, are they Kermit and Miss Piggy, or are they like the two judges sitting in the box? It's like, oh, oh they might be them. Those two guys are great. <gasps> uh, either that or Fuzzy Bear, Waka Waka. I, I, would, I would not, I would not be surprised if Alan Kamara throws out a Waka Waka. I would not. Waka after, Waka. after dropping S-bombs about the weather, man, he took a front to the weather, man. He was yeah, don't get me started on the, on the bomb cyclone bowl. Our weather yesterday was way worse than that stupid bomb cyclone. Amen to that. Good God, man. That, that I mean, it's like a regular minutes, day like, in New Orleans. I thought I thought we had a hurricane again. I was getting Ida flashbacks, you know, all kidding aside, dude. I was in the RNO studio and all I hear is yeah, bombs. Like, oh my god. All right. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, uh, 
I, I'm so excited for this game. But if Tampa wears orange creamsicle, we're toast. That's all I'm saying. I think, yeah. You know what? You know, and I haven't looked to see. Usually I look and see what uniforms are wearing, but I got a feeling we're going to wear the color rush this week. Um, very well oh, could be. Yeah. So which means that so. they would have, they would be eligible to wear their creamsicle crap, and I'm with you. I don't normally give a rat's ass with what uniform somebody's wearing, but if I see that creamsicle, I might have to turn it off. Uh, kind of yeah, like the Rams. that run away. Yeah, I mean, the Rams, when they wear the old, not the ones that they wear now, it's like the faded jersey, the blue fades into gray or some crap. Yeah. The, that old nasty with the painted on numbers. You know, the old blue ones with the painted on yellow and makes you think of how we got our ass kicked every week back in the day. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, hey, look, they're, uh, they're, they're wearing, uh, they are going to be wearing red. They're wearing the red. Okay. I, guess, I guess the red with the uh, pewter. They're wearing red? Whatever. That means the Saints are wearing that's their what, color rush jerseys. Okay. All right. Then we're going to kick their freaking asses. No, Who I really like. Picking I, the Saints. Look, I like the, I've made it clear. I like the Saints here. Uh, not only with the spread, I like the Saints with the money line. But look, if, if the Saints, the Saints are getting way too many. It makes no sense that the Saints are getting five and a half points here. I mean, and I'm being, you know me, I, when I think, when I think the Saints are going to lose or I think they're gonna, not going to cover, I'll tell you. Um, I picked Seattle last right. week. Um, but it makes no sense the Saints are getting five and a half points here. We're basically saying if you if you think basically the best team in the NFL is, when it comes to spreads uh, is, is an eight-point difference between them and the average team. So if you're saying okay. that the Bucs are the best team in the NFL – which you can argue that whether you want to argue it or not, I don't care. I would never say that, but yes, well, I can see where other people might be, you know, construed or, or consider well, saying that. The point is, if if they are the best team in the NFL and they're laying eight to the average team on a neutral site, then you're saying the Saints are an average team because you get two and a half or three for your home field, and you probably get three Correct. for for the dome. So you're saying the Saints are either average or a little below average, and no one believes that. I mean, no one thinks that. And not, not anyone that has that makes any money off of betting games thinks that. The Saints are certainly right. in the top 10, and which means this line is inflated. It means that Aunt Mabel and Drunk Joe are all, but not the, not the Saints fans, the Hoodats, because they're stupid. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, the Tampa just, Bay fans. I just lost yeah, about 30 or 40 are... listeners. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it, it's true. I mean, but anyway, the Saints are getting great value here. I think the Saints are able to pressure Tom Brady. Lattimore is going to cover Evans like a blanket. Um, uh, yeah. The question is Chris Godwin. Mario. The question is who covers Chris Godwin and whether he's able to be covered. So I think Tampa Bay will still get theirs, but I, I like the Saints here, and I like them to win straight up. So there you go. Amen. Come on, ride the Good train. deal. And ride it. Toot, toot. Taste of. He'll be back too, man. He better be back. People Should have had back. enough of us talking about a, about um, all kinds of stupid stuff. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you all. We appreciate that. Tell, tell your friends. The, definitely tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies. Tell your enemies you are podcast. forced to listen to this crap for 40 minutes. <laughs> Go ahead and tell everyone, Conductor Dave, what you got working on the Week in Geek. All right.
right, so uh, this Sunday, I have Joe Perro from Adult Swim. Uh, he's the guy who wears a whole bunch of different sweaters. He's very monotone, kind of like the old 80s guy who would always talk like this. He's got an Adult Swim. He's a comedian. Uh, we'll be talking with him this weekend. Dude, dude, next week, I got your boy uh, from uh, the, the Punisher. And, uh, oh, my God, he's been in so many movies. Uh, not the guy who was in The Walking Dead, but the bad guy from The Punisher, uh, the Netflix series. So uh, that, that's all coming up next week, The Week in Geek on News Talk 99.5 WRNO, Sundays at 7 o'clock. Follow us on Twitter at Twig Radio. The Instagrams is The Week in Geek. Of course, like us on Facebook, and you can download the podcast on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify. I have a YouTube channel for some weird reason. And of course, the iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe. Never miss a podcast just like this podcast, Datitude. Click subscribe, you, you bitches. <laughs> Do it now. Gosh darn it. Do it, do don't it just now. Hit the subscribe button, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know what the Punisher, I missed that one because I'm in the middle of the Squid Game, which is... Oh, my God, the greatest movie phenomenal. ever. The greatest show ever. I didn't oh. think I would like it at all, and I didn't think I would like it at all. And I talked about it in the, in the early part of this podcast in my Let's Get Personal segment. It's phenomenal. And I'm only yeah, halfway no. through, so don't don't I mean, give me I, any spoilers. No, I, but it's I, phenomenal. I, I, I won't. I won't because I mean, it, it, it's funny because I, I said this on, on my show where the first episode seemed a little slow and draggy, but it was laying out. Uh, yeah. All the things you needed to know for the rest of the series because it gives you their reason for entering the Squid Games. Why, you know, they, they feel like they have nothing left to lose. And it's just like, you know, all these people die. And uh, wait, what episode are you on? I just alerts. finished four. All right. Oh, so I got five where, left. Where are they now at this they point? Are, they just uh, played game number three. And they were doing okay, kind of so war. they left already. And, and I don't want to give any spoilers to people that, that haven't watched. No, it, so right, they, right, right. But they just played tug but, of war. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one too. Uh, so, but long story short, though, I mean, the 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 story does a job of, of of telling you why these people are literally risking their lives for money, and and I, I just Phenomenal. it really was well done, great storytelling. Uh, I don't think you'll see the ending coming. I sure as hell didn't. Yeah, don't so come. I mean, just dude. No, I won't. I won't. Uh, just. But just, I will uh, say this: this might be this. If you don't like sad stuff. Uh, you know, Elton John, sad songs say so much. Sad well, shows say, look, this is the saddest. And again, don't tell me how if it's sad or happy. And then I'm I don't want to. I don't want to say you're gonna want You're gonna want Kleenexes. Uh, at this is some the point. saddest show episode. It's the saddest show I've ever watched in my entire life, and I'm only four episodes in. But people don't want to hear yeah. us talk about the Squid Game. I still got Uncle Big Nick coming on. Conductor Dave, thank you so much, and. Uh, we will piss people off again next week. <laughs> hey, look, I like the Big Nick segment, man. I was listening to the pod uh, yeah, he's, on my he's drive. Promising he's gonna be, yeah, he said he's, he's promising he's going to be better this week, so we'll find out in just about five minutes. But I, I, I agree with you. I already hate him because, you know what, who's a 49ers fan that lives here, man? Oh, I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say this week because he's all over Tampa. He loves Tom Brady. Oh. God, so so is, is he picking them against Chicago too? Just, I guess we'll have because. to find out. I don't want to give any spoiler alerts. <laughs> we'll All see right, you next JD, week, Dave. Have a great weekend, man. You too, buddy. Later, bro. Always fun with Conductor Dave. It makes it fun, and uh, you can question his reasoning all you want. Say that makes no sense. That is stupid. I'm not making bets based on 
how much he hates this team or despises so and so or thinks this guy's hot garbage. You can just you can say it's silly all you want, but the dude wins. And he keeps on winning. So, and you know, with that, let's segue into Uncle Big Nick. He had a really rough first week when he wasn't even really on the show. We had recorded it and then weren't able to do the show. But we promised that we would keep the stats. We were transparent here at Datitude. And so he had a rough first week. So when he actually makes his picks on the air, he did an outstanding job. But I did a little bit better. And don't, and let me tell you, I love to rub it in, especially with Uncle Big Nick and our little text group that we talk about on Sundays. But hey, we're doing pretty good the last few weeks overall. Um, hopefully, helping you make some money, and hopefully, we can help you make some money. So let's get to it. That was the hit of the show last week. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was that. No, and it's sad because we actually had a good week, so um, I don't get it. Uh, Uncle Big Are Nick. Are you going to change her if I have a bad week? Oh, yeah, she's going to say, you stink. I'm going to get yeah, something. She, yeah, you got to let her rip me something. <laughs> well, it's easy to rip you, but I can't rip you really. Well, yeah. You had a pretty decent week. I should have ripped you last week when you were 0 5 the week before that. And, uh, yeah, but nobody even heard that. Yeah, so. nobody heard it. So, you know, and to quote Bob Uecker, judging by the ratings, they didn't hear last week's either. But uh, anyway, no. that's a whole nother story. But uh, Uncle Big Nick, welcome to the Datitude Podcast. Uh, people aren't realizing. I mean, they got they're gonna wisen up soon. We're gonna have like thousands and thousands of people chime in because you and I both had a pretty good week last week. Yes, we did. I mean, over fifty percent is always good. Yeah, 100%. Let's go over the, the standings and picks from last week real quick. Um, overall, I was 4-1 and one last week. I had 14 points. The way we do this is we, go, we pick five stars, four stars, three, two, and one. If you get your one star right, you get one point. If you get your five star right, you get five points. If you get your parlay right, no matter where you put it, you get double the points. Uh, Nick was trying to cheat the system. He was texting me earlier in the week. And said he wanted to know if he could do a three-team parlay, could he get three times the points? And the answer is no. You're not getting three times the points. And so I know what you're trying to do. Screw the listeners. We're going to put our parlay first. You're going to put your parlay first so you can get the double the points and try to catch up. And the reason why is because I have 22 total points for the season, 14 last week. You have seven total points for the season. And all seven came from last week because you were that crappy in the week that we didn't air the segment. Right. Well, it ain't all about the listeners. I mean, I ain't like I'm going to pick something that I don't think is going to win because I'm trying to beat you too. You're also trying to win money. You did Oh, trying to win money. Yeah. I think I already got a Hooters bet on you, though, so. Oh, go ahead. Miss only let, the people know, let, let the people know about the Hooters bet last week that uh, if they you weren't listening. You gave me Bama. You took Ole Miss on who's going to score the most points against LSU. It's not good if you're an LSU fan, but we got to make some kind of money off this crappy team. So now 
Bama only has to put up over 31, and I like my chances of that. Yeah, so you got me there. I mean, I, I don't like my chances either, I got to be honest. So, But, hey, we'll go to Hooters, and uh, whoever has to pay, who cares, we'll be eating wings. Yeah, we both win. Yeah, I mean, you can't lose, right? Uh, let's get into no. the picks. Let's let's get into the picks. Um, you know, I I liked uh, I like a couple of your picks this week, so that means you're screwed. Uh, but uh, we're gonna start off from the bottom and work our way up. I don't remember how we did it last week, but that's how I want to do it. So, your one star pick this week: Michigan State is plus four over the Michigan Wolverines. And I didn't like this one at first because I was texting you. What I thought might happen, you kind of, you kind of convinced me that, uh, you know, just looking at the glance. But I don't want to be like Ann Mabel. I, I think that, uh, I think you might be right here. But Michigan State only getting four against the Michigan team that looks pretty good right now. Well, it's it's more of a numbers play for me. I mean, Michigan hasn't proven that they can beat a top ten team. Even if we think Michigan State's not that good, they all got a number next to their name, and. I mean, Harbaugh thinks two and twelve or something like that against top ten teams since he's been at Michigan. There's something horrible like that. Okay. And I mean, I just like Michigan State here. Even right, if they we, lose by field goal, I just don't think they're getting blown out. All right, well you convinced me and and you know, it's your underdog pick. Again, we never really explained that part of it for the people that didn't listen last week and how we're doing this. You have to pick a parlay. You have to pick a teaser, a favorite, an underdog, and in what we call an off-road pick, which is some kind of weird pick. It could be a total. It could be a money line. It could be a first-half pick, a second-half pick. It could be a player prop. Whatever you want, it's something weird. But you have to pick. Those are our five picks, and so this is your underdog pick. You're putting it as your one-star, which means you get one point if you get it. My one-star pick this week is my parlay, and I'm generally going to put my parlay at one or two stars. Um, I get two points if I win it. I won my parlay last week. I had it in this spot with the Lions plus 15 and the Bengals plus six last week. Both came through. I'm doing an upset special again as my parlay. I like the Jaguars getting three at a terrible Seattle team that I think is about ready to give up. And who knows when we'll see Russell Wilson back if they really stink it up. I think the Jaguars went straight up. And I know how bad they are, but Trevor Lawrence is playing a lot better. He's only thrown one pick in the last three games. They're coming off a bye. And then the Jets are getting 10 and a half over the Cincinnati Bengals. And people saying, what? Are you crazy? Look how good the Bengals are. They are due for a letdown kind of game. This game stinks. This is my something stinks about this game of the week. The Jets getting 10 and a half. It would not shock me at all if they pulled another Tennessee Titans out of their keisters, even without Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson stinks too. But something tells me that under your former defensive coordinator, which we're going to get into a minute about the Saints in Tampa Bay, I'm going to save that one for last. But uh, the what do you think about this parlay? Um, are we saving the Saints stuff for last? Or yeah, we're saving the Saints. No, 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 no. No, we're going to okay. save that for last. I don't want to piss them off okay. and have them, have them turn the, the, their <laughs> podcast off. <laughs> All right, because I got a lot to say about you picking Seattle this week, but go ahead. Okay. I mean, Jacksonville against Seattle. Okay, well, go ahead. Say it. Now's your time. Well, you talk about the Saints that was the greatest win they had all season against Seattle. You must have not read my reasoning. I did read your reasoning, but 
now you're picking the Jaguars to beat the Seattle team when it's the greatest win the Saints had this year? Yep, and I'm picking them because here's the difference between this week and last week. Last week, the Seahawks still thought they had a chance, putting everything, all their effort into it. They played probably their best defensive game of the year. Um, Jamal Adams was trying to get in there and knock Jameis Winston to the turf. You had DK Metcalf trying to punch Lattimore, and then Lattimore like an idiot trying to punch in the helmet. Uh, <laughs> I talked about that in Monday's show. Um, but look, I think the Seahawks are now like, okay, we're two and four. We stink. Our coach stinks. Russell Wilson, our savior, isn't back. It's a completely different game. It's the, I, I think they went into last week thinking they were going to win and, and played as well as they can play. I think the opposite is going to happen this week. I think they're going to play as crappy as they can play. So, uh, you know, you can't let the old any, – any better that's worth is worth doesn't put too much stock on what they see in one week, and I'm not. And what – We'll get to the Saints pick in a minute, and I'll go on and explain it, but it's a different team for Seattle. And I'm just talking about Seattle right now. They, they're giving up. I think this is the week they should I don't think a Pete Carroll up. team is going to give up. I think Pete Carroll is awful. But I've thought that for – I mean, he made the worst call in the history of football, and he did it on the oh, grandest he, he stage. he did. He's not a great coach, but I, I think his players like him. So I don't think they're going to give up on him. Okay, well, his players like him. It doesn't stop him from – Realizing that quarterback really sucks. Anyway, uh, so oh, that's yeah. my parlay. I asked you what you thought. You told me, and uh, who knows? You may be proven <laughs> right. Our two-star pick this week. For your two-star pick, we're both picking using our favorite pick with the two-star. You're going college. I'm going pro. Your two-star pick this week is Oklahoma State. The Cowboys coming off a tough loss last week um, against Iowa State, but they played pretty well. Now they're giving 30 and a half to the we don't know what the hell they are, Kansas Jayhawks. Well, this pick is strictly overreaction to last week. I mean, even your Aunt Mabel, I ran into her in Piccadilly at the early bird special. I didn't know if you know. She told we me. We know you're at the early bird special because you go to bed yeah, at exactly. 6 o'clock at night. I didn't know she was a college fan. And all of her little bingo girls were there saying, oh, did you see Kansas? They almost beat. Oklahoma, now Oklahoma State lost, you know, they're giving up 30 points. We're all taking Kansas to keep it close. They're not keeping it close. Oklahoma State, I know, and they are terrible. We'll get to them in my fossil something. But anyway, the uh, Oklahoma State has given up 24 points all year. That's the most points that you've given up. So if they give up 10, say, to Kansas, which they might, I just need to score 41, and I think Oklahoma State can do it. All right. Well, you won your two-star pick last week. The Arizona, you barely won it. Arizona Cardinals total under 32 oh, yeah. the Texans, and they scored 31. So you got it. We'll see if you can do it two in a row. Me, I am 0-2 in my two-star pick, so uh, hopefully I'll change that. I have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, laying nine and a half over the Giants, and I think that um, – Sort of in the same boat as Seattle almost, although obviously Kansas City is much better than Seattle at this point in time. Mahomes, uh, he had his 32-second concussion protocol last week. Uh, the NFL, yeah. TV, the TV executives called and said, I don't care if he can't see straight. He's Mahomes, and he'll kill the ratings if he comes out. He's got to go back in. But we don't care if he can write his name next year. Patrick Mahomes is playing this week. 
I think that they rebound. The Giants are going uh, after giving a great effort against Carolina. Uh, they are still super banged up, and uh, I don't. They don't have a bunch of deep threats. Danny Dimes, he got his bell rung a few weeks ago. I don't think he's right yet. I think the Chiefs are in a spot where they have to win, and I think they win big. For the sake of my fantasy team, I hope Patrick Mahomes finally turns something around. Yeah, because your fantasy team is no is not coincidentally uh, riding the same lines as the Chiefs are. You're in must-win territory. Yes, yes, and I need nobody, Mahomes to pick his game up. Nobody cares about our fantasy team, so and uh, including yes, the including the fact that mine is seven and zero. Uh, but uh, you know that's neither here nor there. Uh, the three. Star I just set pick. you up. Set you up so you can say that. That's all. <laughs> the three star pick. This week, you're using your teaser in this spot. You, like me with my two-star, you have yet to win your three-star, but here's your chance, and I like it, actually. I think this is a good teaser. The Chargers, there's one reason why I'm going to tell you why I wouldn't have done it exactly like this, but I will say I think it's got a good chance to hit. Chargers, who are five-point favorites right now over the New England Patriots, in a teaser, the way a teaser works, if you're, not, if you're new to gambling, you get six points either way, no matter how you do your teaser. So, but you got to win both of them. You can't just win one. So you're basically betting 50 bucks. If you want to bet 50 bucks, you'd have to bet 55 or in some places it's 60 to win 50. Uh, Chargers plus one over New England. And then your same Chiefs bet, you must kind of like them because now you're only given three and a half to win the Giants. So Chargers plus one over New England, Kansas City minus three and a half over the Giants in your teaser, your three-star pick. Yeah, I just think if Kansas City going to get right this week, they're never going to get right. And this team's too good not to get right. But I still don't want to give up nine in the NFL game, so I'm giving up three and a half. And then the Chargers, I mean, the, the last time we seen the Chargers, they were getting their butts whipped by Baltimore. The last time we seen the Patriots, they were getting, giving the Jets everything they could handle. Right. So what's everybody going to say? Oh, how are the Patriots getting five points from the Chargers? You need to stop well, sitting at the, the table. You need to stop sitting at the table with Aunt Mabel. Well, I see her a lot because we go to the same time for dinner. But uh, you must like fruitcake. I mean, the Patriots are. No, I don't really like fruitcake. The Patriots are four and zero since Week 14 of last year against the Texans and Jets, and they're zero yep. and seven against everybody else. Yep, I agree. So, and they. I just. I, they're proven also, Nick, that they can beat up on rookie quarterbacks and, and average and below average quarterbacks. That's anything but Justin Herbert. They've had a week. To, exactly. They've had an extra week to stew on that just awful performance a couple of weeks ago against um, Baltimore. And uh, yes, they're ready to get this that is a good race fight for them. I like this teaser. The only thing I will say about teasers is and uh, I'm a fan of teasers when you can get to a number that that makes sense. Like if you if you have let's say eight and a half and you get in, and you move it down to two and a half, I like that. The reason why this kind of makes me a little I don't know if that I would put it in a teaser because you're really only going to three and a half. You still got that hook there. Three is a key number in the NFL. You're talking about three and seven. So when you can get to six and a half, when you get to three and a half, when you're laying points, invite conversely. If you can get to three or three and a half uh, on the plus side or seven or seven and a half on the plus side, or you just need to win, that's when I like teasers. I don't necessarily love them when you're, when you're still giving that three in the hook. So, but, but anyway, I think Kansas is going to cover, so I like your teaser. Here. So 
we'll see who's right and who's wrong. I'm going with my offs. We know offs. this is my least favorite bet as a teaser, so. Yeah, well, you're going to figure out how to do them. You're going to be a pro at the teaser by the end of the season because I'm making <laughs> you pick a teaser every week. I'm 2-0 on my three-star pick, and this is where I'm using my off-road. I talked about it with Conductor Dave. I think with the Tennessee Titans playing the Colts, what do the Colts do best? They get takeaways. They did it last week against San Francisco. They used them to their advantage. Sorry to bring up that game uh, to you. The old 49ers uh, kind of stunk it up there. Oh, that was a mess. Yeah. But I think this is a week I think Derrick Henry will do well against the Colts. Uh, Elijah Mitchell looked pretty good against uh, the, the Colts. Thing. I think Derrick Henry's going to get the ball a ton. But I think Ryan Tannehill is going to have a rough week. He is due for a couple of picks. To me, he's been anything but super. I mean, he's got A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, but he hasn't been super. His uh, over-under on interceptions is .5, which means he only needs to throw one pick. Um, and I think this is a spot where he throws a couple of them against an opportunistic Colts defense. Yeah, that, that's a good bet, real good bet, because, I mean, tip ball, anything. Ace Mahomes about tip balls and interceptions. I mean... Anything yeah. could happen just with .5. I can't believe it's only .5. Yeah, I couldn't either. I said, well, because in my head, I was like, if it's one or one and a half, I'm taking it. And I'm like, .5, well, I'm definitely taking it. I, yeah, you definitely got to take it. And it's, and it's, it's at plus 110. You're getting plus money. That's yeah, ridiculous. plus 110 for it to happen. So I might actually bet this in real life. So anyway, that's my off-road pick of the week. Tannehill will throw at least one pick for sure. Uh, let's move on to the four-star pick. You won your four-star pick. Last week we both did because we both picked the same thing. And to me, I don't know why we put it at four-star. We probably should have put it at five-star. To me, this was one of the easiest picks of the week, even though it ended up almost not covering. But it was really, in, to me, very – it wasn't in doubt at almost any point of the game. Ole Miss minus nine against LSU. We both had that as a four-star pick and our favorite pick. Um, I, I did, I, to me, that was, that was easy. You're using your off-road pick here. First half, Saints-Tampa Bay under 24 and a half. Use your logic for why you think first half is going to be under. I know you like the under for the game, but why first half? I, I like the first half under more than I like the under for the game because I, I think these two teams are going to feel each other out in the beginning. Jake, I, I don't think the Saints are going to be able to run the ball on Tampa, and I, I just can't see them scoring over three touchdowns in the first half. The Saints defense is legit. Told you that in the text. I mean, and it hurts you to they're, say. They're, that. I don't think. Yes, it did. But the Saints' defense has been legit before, and I still didn't do anything. I mean, so. What are you talking about? I just about? think we it's going to be a defensive struggle. We beat the hell out of Tampa Bay in both regular season games, and had Jared Cook no, not fumbled. I'm talking about don't patrol days. You know, oh, back okay. when you were my age. Oh Jesus Christ! Back when you were eating <laughs> pablum and cereal. Um, yes. Okay, well, we'll get to more of the Saints Tampa Bay because it's my five-star pick, and we'll get to it in a minute. But Okay, I don't feel one way or the other. I don't really like it, but I I agree with you in the fact of if I was going to take an under, which I wouldn't in this game because I think there's actually going to be a decent amount of points scored. But if I were going to take an under, I like the first half because I do think that they are going to feel each other out in the, in the first half, um, and there's going to be a lot of hitting going on. So if I were going to take an under, I would definitely take it in, in the first half. To me, the 24 and a yeah. half. The, 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 the total for the game is 50 and a half, I believe. 
So it's kind of you're getting a little little less value in a first half, but yeah, why not? Uh, okay, so we'll see how it goes. My four star pick is my teaser, and it's an it's a it's totals, and I don't go with totals very often. We know that I've been very mediocre in my total picks. I was outstanding the first two weeks, and then I've kind of fizzled since then. But there were two that stood out to me this week: the Bears 49ers game and your beloved 49ers. Look, they can score. And it, I went and looked, and I'm like, is the weather bad in Chicago? So the first half of my teaser is Bears 49ers. The, the real line is 39 and a half, but with a teaser, you, you get it at 33 and a half to over. These, these offenses are okay. I know as bad as Chicago looked last week, but it's because the only thing that Chicago does well is run the football. And they'll be able to run the football against the Niners. And I think the Niners will be able to score against the Bears at least 20-something points. So... I mean, both these teams really. If you got, if you have a 20 to 17 game or a 20 to 14 game, you're still over the 33 and a half, and I certainly think that you get over that. So that's the first half of my teaser. The other one, Cowboys. It's the opposite. Cowboys Vikings. I know that both of these teams have been scoring a lot of points, but the Vikings have been playing a little bit better defense as of late, and the Cowboys actually have as well. And so I think this is going to be. A little bit. I like the under overall. I like the under 54 here, but I certainly like it with a teaser. So I'm going to go Bears 49ers over 33 and a half and Cowboys Vikings under 61. Yeah, I like the under in the Vikings Cowboys game regular too. I mean, the Vikings are going to try and run the ball and keep yeah. it away from Dallas, I think. And Dalvin yeah. Cook's healthy. Right. The Bears thing, I mean, I think they're going to do better without Matt Nagy. I mean, he ain't going to be coaching, so somebody else is going to be calling the plays. I oh, think they'll man. be okay. I didn't even think of that. If point. the 49ers can, 49ers can just run the ball, take it out of Jimmy's hands. Jimmy check down, just stop letting him throw. They let him throw too much in that rain game. They were running the ball great. I, it, that You know what? I, I was playing poker, so I, didn't, I just was kind of like casually glancing at it. So I went back and watched that game. I, usually I'll go back and I'll watch two games that I didn't see a lot of after the week's over to get me ready for my NFL picks. And that was one game that I had to see. And I did not understand the play calling at all in that game. Elijah Mitchell's running all, he's running like 10, 12 yards a carry. Then they start play action yes. passing and, and getting nothing. It made zero sense. And in the rain, no. I mean, Elijah Mitchell probably could have had 200 yards rushing if they would have just kept feeding him the ball. Yeah, and if if he'd have ran the ball more than they threw it, they'd have won. I agree 100 They were trying to get – it looked like they were trying to get past interferences down the field. I mean, it ain't like they wasn't running the ball good. And, and I like the Bears plus four this week, but and, – and I might not if I thought that they were smart enough to figure out that they can run the football. But I don't think they're smart enough to figure it out. I think I'm really they, disappointed in Shanahan. I thought he was going to be a good coach, but what I've seen so far – I, I don't like what I see because I think the play column has been less than average. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Shanahan, I think it's done this year. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I don't think they win winning this year. He's staying, but next year is his year. If he don't do good next year, I think he's done. Well, if they keep using Jimmy G instead of Trey Lance, that's going to be – they're going to seal well, Trey, the thing. Trey's hurt, but, yeah, Jimmy Right, Chandler I don't mean right now. All yeah. right, get to the five-star pick. Um, last week, you took the underdog Northwestern Wildcats plus 20, 23 and a half over Michigan. That wasn't really that close. We were hoping for the backdoor cover because I was 
I was with you, not in our picks, but in and uh, with our friend. Um, and uh, it was close all the way to the fourth, fourth quarter. I don't know. And I never felt like we were winning that, that at all. Um, and then so, but this week you're using your parlay here to try to catch up. So this one's worth ten points. If you win it, you get ten points. You got Cincinnati. I'm winning it. You might Cincinnati and Tulane over 62. I like. I don't know that I necessarily like the Pitt over 61 bet. I love the Pruitt kid at Pitt. Yeah, he's, uh, he reminds really me of Josh. Really he reminds me of Josh Allen at Wyoming. He doesn't have a lot to work with at Pitt, but he makes it work and he throws the ball all over the place. Um, I mean, they played the Clemson defense last week. They still put up some points. I think they're putting up points tonight. He's going to be looking for style points, looking for Heisman Trophy. He wants to go to New York. And since he laid an egg, I think, against Navy, so they're going to be looking to get margin and impress the, impress the committee to try and get in the playoff. And who better to impress the committee against than that two-lane defense? I mean, good Lord. That's, that's certainly true. I do like the Cincinnati yeah. over. The problem is... Cincinnati's defense is pretty good, and I'm not sure Tulane can score a ton of points. So, but I do like the pick. I, I like Cincinnati over. Um, I'm I, I think if Tulane scores 17, I'm getting over because I'm thinking Cincinnati's good chance Cincinnati's gonna be in the high 40s. All right, last week uh, for my five-star pick, which I'm now two and zero on my five-star pick, I used my teaser. I had the Patriots minus one over the Jets. That was like stealing. And speaking of stealing, in fact, I should have just used this as, my, as, as a parlay, which I also won. But Bucks minus six and a half over the Bears. That was never close. Uh, there was To me, there was never any doubt I was winning this teaser. So it was a pretty good five-star pick. I'm going with my underdog here. And now you can rip me all you want. And for those of you new to this segment, uh, Uncle Big Nick, is he'll, he's going to wear his Tampa Bay jersey this week and flaunt it among Saints fans because he does not like the Saints and uh, if he could marry Tom Brady he would go to California and get a marriage license or wherever you need to go these days because he loves him some Tom Brady and the Saints I think are in a great spot here Uh, you asked me why and you're still perplexed and you're not the only one I'm sure but what I saw last week that makes me like the Saints this week plus five and a half over the Bucks is my pick by the way but in my, it's my five-star pick. It's my underdog pick. And here it is. A couple reasons. First off, before we even get to the Saints themselves, and I've explained this multiple times today. So those of you flipping around, this may be new to you, but for those of you who've listened to the whole podcast, you've heard me say it, but it's worth repeating. If you're just simply going by numbers, you're saying if Tampa Bay, if you consider Tampa Bay the best team in the league, which I don't, but if you do, fine. I don't, you've, you've certainly got an argument to make the case that Tampa Bay is the best team in the league. But generally, if you go by a rating system, then Tampa Bay would get seven and a half or eight points above an average team uh, for what their number should be. Okay, so let's give them eight. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. We're giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're the best team in the league, and we're giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're eight points better than an average team. So then you give two and a half to three points, for a home team. So what we're saying is the Saints are an average or a slightly below average team by the point spread. It makes no sense to me, Nick, and we'll get to my second point in a minute. I want to hear what you think about this. I don't trust Jameis. That's the only reason why I don't think they can win this game. 
Yeah, but I, just I wanted don't trust to, to talk to my point. Of, I don't care whether you, we'll talk about the, the actual X and O's in just a second. But I want to hear your thoughts on what I just said about do you think the Saints, if you had to rank your, when you come to point spreads and you're betting every week, and I know you don't go this far in analytics and you listen to a lot of people that you trust and all that sort of thing, but if you had to make rankings, do you think there are 15 teams in the NFL or 16 teams in the NFL in your betting rankings that are better than the Saints? No. No, I think the Saints are top 10, but okay. lower portion of the top 10. Okay, so then why are the Bucks given this many points? I mean, so you're, so in a neutral field, this game would be eight. And if it were in Tampa Bay, then it would be more along the lines of 11. I am never, I don't care who's playing quarterback, I'm never given 11 to the Saints against anybody. This Saints team. This Saints team. Well, of course, we're talking about this team. Yeah. I mean, if you're just going by the numbers and that's the only reason why you picking this for the numbers, then yeah, I understand. All right, well, they don't call him the best analyst in the league for nothing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, you know well, me and the Saints. I just don't think they're going to win. I know. You don't think they're going to win because it's Tampa Bay. You're like Ann Mabel. It's Tampa Bay and it's the Saints. And you got to bet on t Tom Brady every week. If you bet on Tom Brady every week this year, you're losing money. I'm just saying that. They're three and four. Yes, I know. Spread. And they're going to be three and five after this week. I like the Saints money line. But my pick here in the underdog, I almost took the Saints money line as my off-road pick, but then I saw the, the Tannehill number. Um, I'm going to say this. I, I think that Jameis last week to me has progressed. Every single week, I think he progresses again. I think he's able to throw the deep ball against this terrible Tampa Bay secondary. And, yeah, they may not rush for 100 yards, although I think they're going to be close. Um, but I will say this. I think that Jameis is going to throw a lot of deep passes, and Tom Brady will get his, but not as many as, he, as he's used to, and they are going to pound the ever-loving hell on him. I don't know. I think they're just going to be prepared because of the way they got beat last, last year. And if if they make Jameis beat them, I don't think they're going to beat them. That's basically where I'm at with this game. Well, we'll see who's right and who's wrong. And uh, I'm sure... You know I'm, I'm going to be wrong. I mean, you always get me, so... Well, if I if I am wrong, my phone will be blowing up Sunday afternoon while I'm trying to give kids trick-or-treat candy. Yes. And I mean, I'm, I might true. have to turn my phone off if I'm wrong. It's going to be so bad. Um, you know, it's another segment where... Hey, you got a chance to catch up to me, but you got a long way to go, partner. Oh, I got a real long way to go. That's why the five stars my parlay. Well, that might all... be my, my parlay might be the five star in the next three weeks. Well, my favorite part of this whole thing is going to be when we get to, like, Thanksgiving and you don't have as many college picks because you're clearly better at college than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. And when you start running out of college games to pick and you have to pick NFL games, then I'm going to, you better be ahead of me by then because I'm going to wax your ass after that's over. Yeah, you're right. Hey, he admits it. What about bowl games? Are we picking bowl games? Oh, yeah, sure. That, that'll that be involved if, if it's during that weekend or whatever. Yeah, we can pick bowl games. But you and I okay. both actually done pretty well with the bowl game thing lately. Yes, yes, we did. So we'll get to that. Look, don't rush me. 
trying to get no, I'm not. ahead of yourself. Can't rush old people. I don't want you breaking hips. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. I'm the one that should be at Piccadilly with Aunt Mabel, not you. I mean, like I said, you go to bed. Exactly. You, you go to bed at like six at night and wake up at like two in the morning. I mean, I that's I wish I could do that. All right, Uncle Big Nick. We're gonna wrap at it up. At least give me eight. I will tell you this. Good luck. And I do like a lot of your picks this week. Um and I, I know you hate my five star, and all I can say is I hope you're wrong. We'll talk to you next week. You know, you just can't let his hatred, per se, of the Saints go. He loves him some Tom Brady. So, but who knows? He Look, there have been times before when I thought his love of Tom Brady was just too much and I couldn't listen to him and whatever and bet against Tom Brady. You know what happens when you bet against Tom Brady more, more times than not, right? So, hey, who knows? But I really like the Saints pick this week, um, and we'll talk about it on Monday. If we're right, uh, we'll talk about it a lot all week because I certainly will brag about it to Uncle Big Nick. If not, uh, when I'm giving out the Halloween candy, hey, the phone's going off. No problem. Maybe I'll eat too much candy. Who knows? Well, moving on as we are about to close out the show. Quick thought, you know, I, I, look. We made it clear, we made it nearly throughout an entire show once again without talking about the Pelicans. But you got to bring them up. I mean, what the heck? That under 38 win bet we told you to make in the preseason is looking pretty good, isn't it? One and four, lost a heartbreaker, winning much of the first half. Uh, in fact, in the first quarter, they were up by, I think, as many as 14 or so against the Atlanta Hawks and then stunk it up. They're now one and four although they have covered in three straight games. Tonight they host the Sacramento Kings at the Smoothie King Center. And the early line is Kings minus a point and a half. The Kings are favored in New Orleans. So that's all you need to know where the linesmakers thinks that this Pelicans team is. You think they need Zion? A healthy Zion? Look, we're going to talk more about the Pelicans next week. Uh, it's been a big Saints week because of the Monday night game and their quick turnaround and one of their biggest tilts of the season coming up on Sunday. So we haven't had a lot of chance to talk about the Pelicans, but we will next week. We'll get back to them. And sooner, we hope rather than later, Zion will be back. And I hope I'm wrong. I predicted that he wouldn't come back until after Thanksgiving and wouldn't take on a full load until Christmas. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong because this team is going to struggle without him. I mean, it's, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or any kind of genius to, to see that, you know. Also, we mentioned that the Braves are a slight favorite tonight at home in Game 3 of the World Series. As well as Atlanta's played, you know, something just tells me Houston's going to pick up steam. It would not surprise me at all if they win three games on the road. The Braves without Charlie Morton for the remainder of the series, a much bigger deal than most people are talking about. You know, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I lose my bet on Houston. But still, I, I don't see how the Astros don't win it all. I really don't. Uh, the Braves have, you know, given it their all. They have been outstanding. They've gone further than anyone expected them to. We talked about it on the Odds and Ends show Monday. You could have had Atlanta, I think, at uh, 50, plus 5,500 on something like the end of July because they stunk. And they had to go on a roll to even make the playoffs. They did. 
Um, and they get in, they beat up on Milwaukee, and they beat up on the Dodgers. So who knows? I could be wrong, but I just I don't see Houston losing this series, and I feel pretty good about that bet. We shall see. No LSU this week. Uh, next week comes Alabama. Yikes. Should be a fun game to talk about, right? Meanwhile, Tulane host number two Cincinnati, as we talked about with Big Nick. That is going to wrap it up for episode number 16. One more reminder, you can reach me at jderry at theadvocate.com and on Twitter at Jim Derry Jr. You can listen to this podcast in multiple places wherever you're listening right now, of course, along with bet.nola.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast. Search for Datitude and make sure to describe our videos on bet.nola.com every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, including the At The Book Show yesterday with Cashing In with Carville. Pretty good show. Check in on that. I want to thank Conductor Dave and Uncle Big Nick for their weekly appearance. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to podcast number 15 with Pro Football Hall of Fame retiring President David Baker, go back and listen to it over the weekend if you get a chance. He was outstanding. Love that interview. Um, and I thank him on for a full hour. He was great. We're going to have him on again um, after the football season is over and check on him, check in on him, see how he's doing. Next week, we'll obviously be focusing on the Saints. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about Pelicans, LSU, Alabama, and more. I'm just not sure just yet who my guests will be on Monday and Wednesday. I'm working on that as we speak. Let the treats be plentiful this weekend, and the tricks be few. Please drink responsibly and... Well, hold the sugar intake to a minimum as well, right? Enjoy the game and happy Halloween. We will see you on Monday with hopefully an uplifting All Saints Day show. Peace and love, my friends.